0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Beckett Radio. I'm your host, Derek Ficken. Thanks so much for checking us out this week. We have a great show lined up for you. None other than the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Tracy Hackler of Panini will be coming to talk all about what's going down with Panini, with the All-Star Game, with the Super Bowl that happened a couple weeks ago. The Industry Summit's happening in a month, so I'm going to try and get some teaser, maybe some big ticket items that will be shown at the Industry Summit. Maybe he can give us something, you know, you know, a little Beckett Radio exclusive. We'll see about that, but we're going to have him on for the featured interview. We got inside new releases. We're going to talk about 2015 USA Baseball Stars and Stripes. That's coming out April 15th first of this year, and I thought it would be great for Tracy to talk about it. So he's gonna be our, I guess, guest, For the inside new releases we're also going to talk to matt bible our gaming and non-sports analyst here at beckett media because marvel and spider-man are in the news again and if you haven't noticed uh there's there's some there's some rumors going around with uh with some future i guess features of spider-man what's going down with that and he's got a contest on becca.com news so it's pretty interesting so we're going to have him talk about all that san francisco giants the world champion san francisco giants i'm sorry There in the news uh, with MLB auctions, some pretty cool. Clubhouse lockers with nameplates being auctioned off as we speak. And there's some high dollar amounts for these things too. So we'll briefly go over that because that's kind of cool. And we'll talk a little bit about Beckett Auctions because that current auction of February will be opening up on Thursday as we speak or as you're listening to this podcast. So we'll talk about that in a little bit because there's a follow slash retweet contest for a really, really, really nice card on Twitter. So we'll talk about that later but let's get into the new products and new pricing for the week so the only product that's coming out next week is immaculate football from panini and that's next wednesday the 18th and if you check out panini's blog they showed A a lot of autographs uh, on card, you know, ink inserts and and, uh, jersey cards with with on card autographs. It it looks amazing. Uh, The card that I saw that really stood out to me was the cover photo, I guess, for that post. And that was the Joe Montana card uh, for one of the ink inserts. And I thought that was extremely awesome to see it. It's a crisp blue ink on card autograph. Uh, I think that's going to be one of the nominees for product of the year, you know, and it's. It's only February, so it's going to be tough to beat. So we'll see about that, but that comes out on the 18th. But as far as new pricing goes, I just priced gold standard basketball. So it is on Becca.com right now. Also, Top Series One Baseball is finished pricing and Upper Deck Trilogy Hockey. Those three products, I mean, two big ones with Top Series One Baseball and Gold Standard Basketball. They're up right now. It was interesting going through Gold Standard Basketball because we had uh, a lot of jersey cards with dual jersey, triple jersey, and quad jerseys. And it was interesting to see because there were some that had Wiggins, Parker, Embiid, you know, Randall. On some uh, together. And, you know, they sold differently than what I expected. I thought they would go for high dollar, but, you know, we all know that jersey cards aren't what they used to be and everyone kind of goes for the autographs. But, you know, the autographs for the rookies, especially Andrew Wiggins, was around two to 300. You know, same with Parker and Embiid. Even though Parker's hurt, same with Embiid, they're still going for high dollar. You know, uh, someone that has been kind of not shocking me lately. But one of the couple rookies is Nick Stouskis. he He's kind of getting some love as well as Zach Levine. Uh, I think he's with the Orlando Magic. Uh, some some high dollar cards for their autographs and you know it's interesting to see the progression as the season goes on to see you know all right we started with hoops you know and we're going down the line hit court kings now we're at gold standard you know we'll see what happens with donruss uh but yeah it's pretty interesting to see that if you guys want to check it out beckett opg right now gold standard basketball top series one baseball And Upper Deck Trilogy Hockey. They're on there right now. So we're going to skip inside new releases so Mr. Tracy Hackler can talk a little bit more about that. All right, so let's go to news around the hobby. And I brought in Mr. Matt Bible, our gaming and non sports expert here at Beckett Media. Matt, how's it going?
1: Pretty good. How about you?
0: Pretty good. Uh, I want to talk about Spider Man. Uh, I'm a big fan of Spider Man. And I actually haven't seen the past couple movies Mm -hmm. uh, just because of how. uh, disappointed I've been, you know, in, in, in what they've been doing. And I heard the last one was actually decent, so I might go check it out. But why I wanted to talk about this was because Marvel and Sony are coming together, and there might be some big plans as to some future movies, maybe some collaborations with the Avengers, uh, things like that. Can you kind of give us an, a little update on what's going on with Spider-Man?
1: Yeah, basically for a while now, so the rumor has been that Sony and Marvel have been working together to try to come together and mm-hmm. and 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 make a deal where they can bring Spider-Man into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, it all started. I don't know if you remember, but it all started when Sony got hacked. That's how uh. that's how it was exposed. Was you know they had had e- sent emails back and forth and mm-hmm. talked about about doing that, but um, they finally come together and made a deal. And kind of the basics of the deal is that Marvel will get the first appearance of Spider-Man, and then immediately following, Sony will produce a new Spider-Man movie now. Whether it's a reboot or a continuation of the Andrew Garfield character Mm -hmm. is unknown. What I have been hearing is that Garfield won't be Spider-Man. Okay, But they could do like they did with The Hulk, where they transitioned from Eric Bana to Ed Norton Mm -hmm. to... Uh, Mark Ruffalo, um, which I think would be the smartest thing. At this point, we don't want another reboot, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a a year or two after the last reboot. So, but yeah, I mean, the The deal is that Sony remain, you know, keeps the rights and creative final creative control over Spider-Man, but they're bringing Marvel's experts and and writers in to kind of spruce it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, and you know, I heard rumors, I'm a huge Donald Glover fan from community and childish Gambino, the rapper and uh, there's been a lot of uh, hype around trying to get him to be the next Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say, you know, fans are, are trying to, you know, go on Reddit and do all this stuff, trying to make a case for him. Uh, in your mind, who do you think is going to be the next Spider-Man? That's a good if, question. If it's not uh, Garfield,
1: it's uh, a good question. Uh, Marvel being. You know, some uh, a company that that they don't. One one of the things that I've noticed about the characters, they especially characters they've cast for the Avengers, is Mm -hmm. they are as almost spot on to the profiles of each of the uh, Marvel superheroes and their alter egos. Mm -hmm. I look at Robert Downey Jr. and it's he's he is Tony Stark. (laughs) I mean, there's just no uh, Chris Hemsworth Mm -hmm. is Thor. Um, So they're whoever they go with. I'm not really sure they're going to make sure they go with someone who fits Peter Parker's profile as
0: almost spot-on as they possibly can. They've yeah.
1: been really good at that in recent years.
0: Yeah, so when should we expect kind of the next movie for Spider-Man? Have they announced kind of a formal date or anything like that? Well,
1: it's interesting because I read a rumor and, you know, the internet, full rumors, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> that people just love to come up with stuff. Of course. Um, there's a rumor that quite possibly we could see Spider-Man in the... Uh, After credit scene of Ultron, Age of Ultron. So if that happens, that's just going to open the floodgates. (laughs) People are going to be going going nuts until the next. But uh, I think people are more than likely expecting Spider-Man to show up in uh, uh, the Avengers: Civil War. Okay. Uh, Possibly, well, it might possibly Captain America Mm -hmm. three. I mean. I think it's really just a it's it's a toss-up between those
0: two films. Yeah. Now let's let's kind of translate this to uh to the hobby and to cardboard. How is this gonna affect, you know, uh, uh potential cards, uh sets, products that can come out from Marvel? Well, that's an interesting question
1: because Rittenhouse has the Marvel contract. Okay. So they can do anything they want with Spider-Man. Yeah. Upper Deck has the Marvel Cinematic contract. Gotcha. Okay. So it's probably just gonna be a working out of the licensing agreement between Sony and Marvel and Upper Deck and, I mean, how they want to split up the profits.
0: Yeah, now, this is kind of just, you know, throwing an idea out of left field, but do you think Upper Deck will try and take a... actually try and make a play uh, to take whatever Rittenhouse has since Upper Deck is kind of losing... You know, they lost the CLC, you know, and they're kind of focusing on hockey. Do you think they're going to try and put more eggs in their basket for non-sports?
1: That's a good question. I mean, I I've kind of paid attention to upper deck what's going on a little bit. I know yeah. that they signed Messi to the yeah. uh, contract, and mm-hmm. that's a big deal. But yeah, it depends on Rittenhouse's contract. Yeah. If if Rittenhouse is is you know contracted till 2020, then yeah, they're kind of stuck. They're you know, sorry about your luck upper deck. You're not going <laughs> to get that that license. But yeah. yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe Rittenhouse's contract is getting close to expiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think overdeck would be smart to go after the Marvel contract. Of course. Because, you know, Tops has Star Wars and they're not mm-hmm. giving that up. They've had it since 1977. Yeah.
0: So And they're about to reap the benefit of, you know. Oh, they're going Tops is well they <laughs> are reaping the benefits. Of course. Uh,
1: Masterwork just went live today. Oh, okay. How's that going? Uh pretty good. Yeah. I I mean, I've seen a lot of sales. The, the biggest sale I've seen so far is a Mark Hamill autograph i'm not sure which variant it is but it went for like 800 plus wow
0: yeah that's that's a product that i'll probably bring you on again here in the next couple weeks just to get an overview on how it's going you know Mm -hmm. just that's that's a big thing that's a big deal
1: in relation to that i am going to be interviewing uh jason crosby one of the sketch artists who did stuff for masterwork uh, his, uh, I'll just give a little snippet and yeah. without giving too much, but his specialty for the sketch cards this time is taking vintage baseball, tops, baseball and football designs mm-hmm. and making them into Star Wars sketch cards. That's cool. And <laughs> they are,
0: I, I've seen some of the work and it's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. good. It's yeah. pretty good. It's really good. Well, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll definitely get you on to talk about, you know, a little recap from, from that interview and mm. uh, because that, you know, that's really cool. That's really interesting. Uh, let's talk about the contest that you have going on, Beckett.com, uh, that's associated with the Spider-Man story. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about this card that you're giving away, because it looks pretty sweet.
1: Okay, the card that I'm giving away is from uh, Marvel Premiere from 2014. It's one yeah. of the classic cover shadow box. Hmm. Uh, and I can't remember the issue number, but it's not. It's card number 22. Yeah, it looks like 121, I think. 120, okay, 121, that makes sense. And yeah. It's got Spider-Man on the cover, and he's there's all these heads of different people like... J. Jonah Jameson yeah. and Johnny Storm, and they all look really angry at Spider-Man. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, we're giving that away. That'll be given away on the 20th. Okay. Um, so, yeah, what, what do we
0: ha- what do we have to do to get that?
1: If you're on Beckett.com, just go to the non-sports news uh, section, find the Spider-Man story, leave a comment. Tell me or tell us what you want to see mm-hmm. with Spider-Man. Do you want to see... Spider-Man in the in the next Captain America or do you want to see him with the Avengers or what what matchups you're looking forward to? you looking yeah. forward to seeing Spider-Man fighting the Hulk or <laughs> like he has in the past in the comic books. Yeah. Or talk about other superheroes you want to see in Marvel cinematic movies, because mm. obviously the X-Men and the Fantastic Four don't belong to, to Marvel cinema either. Yeah. So and that's always been a rumor. To You know, who knows? This mm. might open the floodgates. Yeah.
0: That that'll be interesting, and you know, I'm I'm like I said earlier, I'm super excited to see what what they have in store for Spider-Man. Uh, hopefully, Donald Glover might might you know be the new guy. Donald Glover, or
1: yeah. it might be kevin smith who knows you yeah. know i mean it, it, you know he, he i'm sure i'm sure kevin smith will lobby for that yeah. that
0: uh that role but he, you he know. might need to shed shed a couple pounds or yeah. uh you know get a bigger suit
1: well he's always he's already been shaving his beard off hey, lately you so hey you know, yeah.
0: You, you know <laughs> well knows? yeah well matt thanks for coming on and yeah check it out beckett.com the non-sports section the contest, like uh, you said, will go through the twentieth of February, and it's a really cool story about Spider-Man and Sony. Uh, you know, Mar- Marvel—they're—they're—I mean, they're—they're they're stepping their game up. And one last thing, I forgot to add.
1: Yeah. Um, So this is also opens the doors for Sony possibly Marvel allowing Sony to bring in characters from Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. Into their Spider-Man movies. Oh wow! So we could see cameos of Iron Man. Yeah. In the Spider-Man movies. That'll be
0: really cool. So. Yeah. It, you know, it's always cool. Uh, to see how what kind of surprises they they drop in their movies, yeah, especially at the very end after the credits. What kind of you know? Uh, I I just remember what I don't remember which movie it was, mm-hmm. but how they first teased the Avengers coming, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it, it was, was Iron
1: Man. Yeah. The end of Iron Man that's and right. Samuel L. Jackson finally exactly. made his his first appearance. And luckily for all of us, he didn't drop any F-bombs <laughs> in that production. But yeah. yeah, and he comes in and drops the Avengers initiative yeah. bomb on everybody. And everybody freaked out. I remember being in the theater seeing yeah. that. But <laughs> it, it, That's the great thing about the Marvel movies. You see Captain America's shield here. You see... Mm-hmm a name drop of doctor strange and the last captain America. I mean, they put those little things in there because it's all one big, happy superhero and villain family. So exactly.
0: No, it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, for Spider-Man and just Marvel in general. Yep. Uh, So Matt, appreciate it. And you have a good one. You too. All right, so thanks to Matt Bible for coming on so quickly. I, I literally, last minute, just hit him up on an email, say, hey, let's talk about this because I love Spider-Man and everybody loves contests. So we got that going. So special shout out to Matt for that. Let's go keep going with news around the hobby and the San Francisco Giants and Major League Baseball auctions are both in the news because the auction division they're selling, well, they're not selling, but they're auctioning off the clubhouse lockers with the nameplates attached. And when I first saw this, Chris Olds did a good story about this on Beck.com slash news. And I, I couldn't believe what I read, you know, to see that the clubhouse lockers are being individually auctioned off, you know, that from the World Series that, you know, I. I was speechless. That, that's something that I honestly have never seen and never cared to look into. But now that I have seen it and, you know, I kind of care because, you know, the World Series and they just won it. That's kind of cool. I wanted to see how much money these lockers were going to go for. I mean, you know, I I remember going to Candlestick Park and taking a tour into the locker room of the 49ers and seeing, you know, the 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 lockers there, the clubhouse lockers, and to to have one of those, to buy one and put them, you know, at my house, my, you know, my my job, you know, wherever, that would be kind of interesting. Uh so I I would love to get whoever buys one of these on the show just to ask them what they're gonna do with it. Um, but the prices for these things are unbelievable. I have the top four and they're the guys you expect Madison Bumgarner, Buster Posey, Hunter Pence, and Joe Panic, the the hot shot second baseman for the Giants. and <laughs> I I mean I, I think it started out at 500 bucks. So there's still guys like, Jake Peavy has one for 500 Brett Brett uh Bruce Bochy's son, the pitcher, he has one for 500 bucks. But Madison Bumgarner, the, the World Series hero for the San Francisco Giants, his clubhouse locker is being sold right now, currently, as of Wednesday afternoon. It is at $3,000. So let me say that again. $3,000 for a clubhouse locker with Madison Bumgarner's nameplate attached to it. So it was Madison's World Series locker, where he was... After each game that he was uh, miraculous in, $3,000. Now, second place, (laughs) Buster Posey, obviously, star catcher, San Francisco Giants, $2,500. 100 pence, $1,500. Joe Panic, $1,200. That is unbelievable. Uh, You know, the list goes on and on. There, There were, you know, I think 20 of them or 30 of them, but. I, I just couldn't believe what I saw when I saw these clubhouse lockers being auctioned off. And, you know, hopefully it's for a good cause for a charity out there. You know, obviously, you know, the MLB probably wants to make some money, which, hey, you know, it's a business. But $3,000 for a clubhouse locker is just mind boggling to me. I, I could use that $3,000 to pay off my student loans. But, you know, some people out there, they got some extra cash lying around and they just want to spruce up their man cave by having a couple lockers, you know, of, of their favorite baseball team shipped to them. Hey, more power to you, but I mean, $3,000 for some wood and a nameplate. That's that's pretty intense. Uh, that's just my opinion, but you know, let me know what you guys think about these clubhouse lockers being auctioned off. I mean, 3 grand. You know, 500 bucks. Okay, you know, that would be kind of cool, you know, especially if it was signed or something cool about the locker. But man, $2,500, three grand, you know, $1,500, that's that's a lot of coin. That's a lot of money for a locker. So, but I still think it's really interesting, really cool, and something to talk about. Uh, Let's go over. To Beckett auctions obviously we all know that you know the auctions team uh, with myself we're, we're doing a lot of cool stuff uh, in the past year we're coming up on one year I think in April so that's pretty interesting and we're gonna have a lot of cool surprises and giveaways and and, uh, and great stuff being given out around April so stay tuned for that but our current auction for February is going live on Thursday so when you hear this it should be live so check it out auctions.beckett.com. I just did a an interview with ESPN Mint Condition to talk about one of the lots that we have in our auction. And that's a complete set, a complete BGS 9.5 set of 1986-87 Fleer basketball. Now we all know the 86-87 Fleer Jordan is one of the most coveted cards in all of of trading card um, history. Honestly, in my mind, it's right next to the T206, you know, the Star Jordan, you know, there, there's cards in 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 this industry that you will never forget, and you know, I, I feel like the '86, '87 Jordans up there, uh, but this set is one of a kind. There was one up on eBay that didn't sell. I think they had the asking price at around forty to forty-one thousand, and I think that was a little too much. So what we did at Beckett Auctions was lowered that price. I mean, this is still a high, uh, high dollar amount, but we we lowered it to twenty-five thousand dollars, and I, you know that's obviously a lot of money, but for what kind of set it is and the 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 importance of that set in this hobby. Uh, you know, people are going to pay uh, top dollar for this stuff. And it's going to be interesting to see what kind of traction it gets on uh, auctions.beckett.com. We also have some uh, just tons of basketball items. This this auction was primarily focused around basketball and hockey, with those two sports being in the mid-season uh, of, of their respected seasons, obviously. But a lot of cool Stuff going on. We have, I remember we have a Red Grange autograph card. Um, it's a, remember back in the late 70s, the Sportscaster cards. It was kind of an educational tool uh, for kids, it was a subscription only service. But there's a card of Red Grange and a little biography of him, and it was actually autographed by Red Grange, and, and so that was really cool. We have tons of mini football helmets that are signed. I know Amari Cooper's in there, uh, Brian Erlacher. We have an actual Riddell uh, autographed Baylor helmet of Robert Griffin III. It's a matte green finish. It's super, super cool. And, you know, the list goes on and on. There's so much cool stuff being auctioned off at Beckett Auctions. And if you haven't checked it out, you are definitely missing out. So check it out as we speak. Auctions.beckett.com. Our social media pages are kind of the place to be to get all the info on, on when the auction goes live and ends. Some cool tidbits about some items and obviously giveaways. We do a giveaway each month, and this month we're giving away a hockey card of uh, Nail Yakupov Fleer Showcase. It's a autographed jersey card. I think it's numbered to 175. But one of the Edmonton Oilers young prospects, you know, a young gun in in the NHL, and, and a lot of people are talking about him. Uh, I, I hear that he's not doing so well, and they uh, there was a lot more hype around him, and he has, is, isn't really producing as well as people want him to be. But he's still a name out there, and we have his card up for giveaway. So all you have to do is go onto our social media sites. That's Beckett Auctions, all one word, for Twitter, uh, Instagram and Beckett auctions on Facebook. And you just repost, uh, our pictures on Instagram, on your Instagram. You can retweet our tweets on your own Twitter, and you can share our posts on Facebook. We do plenty of photo albums of, of some cool stuff that we do, Uh, throughout the auction. So you have plenty of chances to get your name in this giveaway. And you can also bid on an item. So one bid gets you an entry and you you can't do if you say you have 5 bids you don't get 5 entries no you just get one bid for one entry and that's it so you know if you have a bid you know and you want something in there and but you don't want to post anything on social media hey i get it no worries just bid and you'll you'll get your chance to get some cards but the cool thing about the fleer 8687 set and the whole interview i did with espn mint condition is that on friday it's going to go live they'll they'll post it out on twitter and facebook and all that good stuff and Shout out to ESPN and Kelsey uh, for doing that. Good stuff. I had a lot of fun. But we're giving away a a one-of-a-kind card. Not a one-on-one, but pretty darn close. It's number to 35, and it's an exquisite basketball card. It was a card that we pulled here, uh, and it's it's one-of-a-kind in my mind. It's super cool, super awesome, and it's something that all you basketball collectors should get excited about. Uh, I, I think what you need to do is follow us on Twitter, at Beckett Auctions, and retweet the link, that has the ESPN mint condition interview of myself talking about the 86-87 Fleer set. So that's all you gotta do, check it out on Friday. It's gonna be up there, and and if you have any questions, just send me me something saying, hey, where's it at? I'll let you know, no worries. But uh, yeah, check it out on Twitter, at Beckett Auctions, or send us an email, auctions at beckett.com, to figure out how you can get your hands on this awesome, awesome card. And if you have any questions about auctions in general, just shoot us an email, auctionsatbeck.com. Uh myself, Tracy, Rob, David, uh, we would be uh, glad to help you out. And uh, you know, if you have anything you want to sell, we can definitely do that as well. So auctions at becca.com and social media. Beckett Auctions, all one word. All right, so throwing me a curveball is Mr. Tracy Hackler of Panini. I thought he was going to come into the office and we were going to have a little sit-down chat. But uh, he, he said, you know, let, let's do it over the phone. And, hey, you know, I oblige because, like I said earlier, Tracy Hackler is the man. So on the phone, Tracy Hackler, what's going on?
2: Derek, what's happening? i got to keep you on your toes, man. We're, uh... <laughs> You know, obviously we're just fresh back from the Super Bowl and yeah. we're, we're about to take off to New York City for the NBA All-Star Week. And so it wasn't that I didn't want to come over there and, and sit down with you in person. But, uh, you know, as it turned out, this hopefully is uh, was a better way to accomplish multiple tasks.
0: Exactly, yeah. You know, I, even though, you know, we always want to see each other, you know, we, we have to give a little space. You know, we can't become too attached because that's just not healthy for the friendship, you know?
2: Absolutely right. I couldn't agree more, Mr. Ficken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, like you said, you just got back from the Super Bowl. Uh, how was that, just in general? How You know, did you enjoy it? What was it like? And uh, talk to us a little bit about the kid reporter that you had over there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think our, our presence a week week... Uh, at the Super Bowl in Phoenix, kind of mimicked or mirrored the the uh, result of the game itself. It was just a fantastic week. Yeah, uh, lots of drama, lots of uh, you know big plays as the, as the cases were. But yeah, the, the Super Bowl Kid Reporter is kind of our second uh, huge foray into the Panini Super Bowl Kid Reporter, and obviously it's an Impact uh, Sweepstakes mm. where we put um, entry cards into. Uh, packs of quite a few of our products rookies and stars prism contenders um absolute and you you buy a pack you get an entry card that has a unique code on it you go to the panini uh, kid reporter website and enter that code and you could win uh, a week-long trip to the super bowl um in this case it was young dylan cooper rider a nine-year-old from Gr- granville ohio nice. he's uh, a big uh, pop owner player and, and a big football fan was was a great uh, a reporter for us on Super Bowl Media Day um, and, and had a huge assist this year. It was kind of a new wrinkle that we added to the program this year was having an ambassador for the program that mm-hmm. just so happened to be uh, Super Bowl champion Trent Dilfer, who himself is a member of the media with ESPN. and He was phenomenal in, in working with Dylan uh, kind of putting him in the easy, you know. For anybody going to their first media day, it's a pretty, it's a lot to take in, you know, in terms of sensory overload. And you're surrounded by big stars, not just on the NFL player pod next to you, or all these people that you've seen on TV. So for for me, I know my first media day four or five years ago was overwhelming. I can't imagine what it's like to be uh, a nine year old kid. Although some say I have that mentality, but, <laughs> don't uh, we all, Trent Tracy? Don't <laughs> phenomenal working with Dylan, giving him pointers, kind of feeding him great questions to ask and it's a funny story about this. so the, the Patriots came out first and they did their hour and then there was a little break and then the, the Seahawks came out and so we had uh, 10 card sets, uh, Super Bowl sets, one for the Patriots, one for the Seahawks that we were uh, had produced for Phoenix. and so we, we were picking the players to interview. On who we had cards of in their sets. And we'd gotten through a lot of the Patriots. We'd gotten through Julian Edelman and Chandler Jones uh, and uh, so many of the big players, Vince Wilford. <clears throat> and we had one, uh, essentially one player left. And Jason Howard, who is our VP of Marketing, this is kind of his, uh, one of his big initiatives as a Super Bowl Kim reporter. And he's going through the cards and he looks down and we're running out of time on the Patriots. And he looks at his cards and he goes, We've only got one player left. I don't think we're getting to him. And Trent looks at the card. He goes, who is it? He goes, it's Tom Brady. And he goes, oh, I can get to Tom. Uh-huh. We walked over to Tom's podium. You know, people are six, eight deep. And when people look up and see Trent Dilfer, they're like, hey, that's Trent Dilfer. Yeah. So he kind of worked his way to the front. And we waited for a few people to ask their questions. And Tom catches uh, Trent's eye or vice versa. And Tom goes, and there's another one of my favorite people, Trent Dilfer. And So uh, we – Asked him a great question about Dylan had asked him what the, preparing for this Super Bowl how is it different than the other ones he's played in and and the, the the real coup de grace for me personally watching is when all the interviews are done Dylan gives each of them their Panini Super Bowl card and um, so they get a takeaway from the experience and it was a, uh, but yeah media day was phenomenal that was on Tuesday I just picked up from there. Uh, there's some great video uh, footage of Dylan Cooper Ryder um, as the Super Bowl kid reporter on the Knights Lance and on you, our YouTube channel. For anybody who wants to, who wants to watch that, it, it's just, uh, certainly worth watching. And and that led us into uh, Friday evenings, uh, Panini Pop Warner Skills Clinic, the eighth annual version of that, where we work with local uh, Pop Warner programs in the Super Bowl host city to kind of bring a l- bit of that Super Bowl experience to them and. This year we worked with about 150 Pop Warner kids from um, Phoenix area Pop Warner programs. We have some great coaches this year, Andy Dalton, uh, LaShot McCoy, Jarvis Landry, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, and Kenny Stills um, all showed up to uh, coach these kids. And to see all these kids getting great coaching and advice and life lessons from uh, guys that they look up to on Sundays, is it's always a thrill every year and this year was no different. So and the game itself was spectacular. Um, I actually flew back Sunday morning so I could watch the game with my uh with my family. But man, it was a uh, in terms of endings and just drama, the the game itself was a uh Tremendous success, and and our week there was a tremendous success as well.
0: Yeah, you know, there was just with with the kid reporter that that's just memories that you will never forget. You know that that's something that uh, will last a lifetime, and especially for the Pop Warner kids, you know they will never forget being able to work with hopefully their favorite NFL superstars. You know on on the game that they love. So that's it's great to see that uh, partnership with Panini and the NFL to to do things like the Kid Reporter program and the Pop Warner clinic and and just to have fun and, and make kids just have fun and be kids you know at the same time. So it's great Absolutely. to see that, you know.
2: But, well, you know, the thing that's cool about the, the the Panini Super Bowl Kid Reporter is that when when no matter if you're a kid of a, a kid or a kid at heart, Hmm. Uh, one of the reasons you you collect football cards is to get closer to your favorite players and nothing gets you closer than uh, taking you from your hometown wherever that is flying you to the super bowl and, and letting you actually meet and shake hands and talk to those players and you get to do that just by buying packs of cards and yeah. that's uh that's a really cool aspect of it, and then also there's a lot of other prizes for. Obviously, not everybody who participates wins a trip to the Super Bowl. That's only the grand prize, but there's a lot of a lot of other prizes, trading card products, autographed uh, memorabilia that that we distribute throughout the uh, the year as part of that as well. And then the Pop Horn thing, yeah, it's a great uh, event every year. Um, and to see those kids, like you mentioned, to see them, you know, their eyes are just wide and. They're taking in everything, and and the coaches that we had this year, Jarvis Landry, Kenny Stills, the guys I mentioned, LaShawn McCoy were great, Andy Dalton, Teddy Bridgewater were great, and working real closely with the kids, instructing them, throwing them passes, teaching them about pass routes, and how to take a handoff, and all the things that they specialize in on Sundays, Um, that really seemed to resonate with everybody in attendance, the kids, and the the parents, too, who were lucky enough to kind of be there and soak it all in, too. So it was... uh, it was a
0: phenomenal week. Now let's let's uh, go forward into this weekend, uh, which is my favorite weekend of all the sports, and that's the <laughs> NBA All Star Weekend. Uh, to to say that I'm jealous, Tracy is an understatement. Uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. I think it's uh, one of the most fun All-Star weekends in all of sports. Like I said, with the All-Star uh, Slam Dunk competition, three-point contest, and obviously the game itself. Uh, what does Panini have in store for collectors out there and fans of the NBA?
2: Well, we we have quite a bit. It wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a marquee event in one of our uh, in one of our sports if Panini didn't have a big presence, and that's no different here this week with. The NBA All-Star Game. We we have a booth. Our booth is set up at NBA House uh, in Manhattan. Uh, we've we've created a ten card set um, mm. that that people can get for 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 free essentially by buying a Panini product at the NBA store or wherever they buy Panini NBA products. They bring their receipt to the booth and we'll give you the ten card set. And then if you spend twenty bucks on Panini. Uh, NBA products at the NBA store or wherever you buy your products. We'll, we'll give you a choice of a special uh, patch card, uh, a manufactured patch card. R- really cool, it has the, the uh, quite unique um, NBA All-Star Game logo on it. It's, it's really sweet. And we've also got a pretty big partnership this week with Model Sporting Goods. Um, and we've created a set, a special set for them that kind of previews the, the upcoming Domers basketball release. They have their own uh, selection of of exclusive patch cards, and you go to Modell's and you make a purchase and you get that. But also in addition to that, we have uh, quite a few player signings, primarily on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Um, Young superstar Andrew Wiggins will be signing at at, uh, Modell's Times Square. uh, On behalf of Panini, we have uh, Zach Levine, Trey Burke, Victor Oladipo, and Michael Carter-Williams, nice. um, all those players will be signing for free courtesy of Panini America at those Model stores. So, And those are primarily Saturday and Sunday. For all the information on what we have going on uh, this week, you, you can check out the Knights Alliance and obviously keep up with us on, on Twitter at Panini America and on Facebook, and, and uh, we'll keep you in the know so you don't miss anything. But, yeah, it is a big week. You know, there's no jam session this year. Um so, so NBA House is kind of that that vibe, and, and it started. It opened on Tuesday, and mm. we're we're a lot of our team is out there now and has been working at um, NBA House uh, throughout the early part of this week, and then uh, the rest of us take off in the morning. Uh, we're packing our long johns, our thermals, our jackets, <laughs> and uh,
0: yeah.
2: ready to to uh, to get up there and have fun at what is to your point, a really fun, entertaining event and with some of the top stars uh, in the game. And then also what's a big part of this week that we don't always publicize is that with so many NBA stars in one place at one time, we take advantage of that opportunity through our acquisitions team by uh, scheduling autograph signing sessions for our trading cards and also for our Panini Authentic Exclusive Athletes like Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Um, uh, and and other players who are going to be there. John Wall. So we we'll uh, hopefully catch a little bit of coverage of uh, on social media of those events as well.
0: Yeah, that's obviously you know the the mecca of NBA superstars, and you know I, you know we know that NBA players are, are always busy you know, doing their thing throughout the season and and in the offseason. So it's tough to get those autographs. So what better place to do it than, you know, a place to get all the All-Stars, you know, all at once. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, Let's go to products. And like I said earlier, I was going to have you on for the Inside New Releases segment that we have on Beckett Radio. And since I have you right now, let's talk about 2015 USA Baseball Stars and Stripes. Now, it releases on April 1st. And can you give us a little insight on what collectors should expect and why they should get a few boxes of this product?
2: Well, you know, I love what we do with USA Baseball. I love the products that we make with them. Um, ever since we acquired the exclusive license, we've said from that point that that, that it, we we care greatly about doing this the right way. And I think every product that we've released, either as a standalone USA Baseball release or... Um, our more traditional products that include some some uh, usa baseball uh, parts to it uh i can i continue to be blown away by by the memorabilia of, by the autographs and it's just a, you know usa baseball has a cult-like following among collectors um it includes some of the brightest young baseball prospects in the game a lot of high school kids like college kids <clears throat> and uh so we, we we just uh, released uh, product information on uh, Stars and Stripes t- today, I think, Yeah. and um, I love the product, I love the look of it, I love the, uh, the inclusion of jumbo silhouettes, mm-hmm. you know, silhouettes have, re- uh, have really uh, created a life of their own since, uh, over the last three or four years since appearing in, in Preferred Basketball and then in Crown Royale Football. I think it's actually where they debuted, but um, yeah. So I like, I love the fact that we get to use some of that unique USA baseball memorabilia—the the bold colors, the big patches, um, the autograph content's always rich. And you're t- talking about a checklist that includes guys like Chris Bryant and a lot of alumni too. And you, one of the things I like about Stars and Stripes is the inclusion of the, the Diamond Kings the classic Diamond Kings insert yeah. uh, with a lot of alumni like Mark McGuire and Fred Lynn, uh, guys like that. And then for the first time ever in a USA baseball release, we're bringing the Crusade chase card concept to USA baseball in this in this product. And you know, every box will give you uh, four autograph remember memorabilia hits and then just tons of, of inserts and parallels. Um, longevity, you know, is a big name from – other sports and other products that will be in this product as well, and um, you know it's just uh, every time we do a USA Baseball release, it seems like it's a celebration of of the entire organization at all at all uh, major levels, and and I'm really excited about this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, you have 24 packs, uh, eight cards per pack, and at least four autos or mem per box. And like you said, Chris Bryant, Joey Gallo, Addison Russell, I mean, the list goes on and on with inclusions for that. And one of my favorite inserts from Panini, the Crusade cards, uh, that's being focused or showcased in this product. You know, I like you said the the autograph checklist is crazy. The the uh, the alumni from USA Baseball is absolutely insane. You know, acetate autographs, button cards, laundry tags. I mean, you know, the list is uh, just astounding, and it's great to see a product like USA Baseball gets so much attention uh, because you know, guys, uh, collectors out there are focusing more and more each year. On prospects that's that's kind of the thing and you know what better way to um, to kind of uh, showcase a product than with all these inclusions of different inserts from different products and s- just the the checklist for these autographs is is absolutely insane so you know April 1st can't come soon enough and I know Chris Olds is gonna probably buy a couple cases <laughs> Not boxes, a couple cases, because of how insane uh, this thing looks. But let's go over to Panini Country Music, uh, the product that was released, I think, a month ago. Um, how has the uh, the reception been to to this product? It's it's the inaugural edition. Uh, it, I'm not a big country fan, so I you know I wasn't um, the the biggest fan of it. But that's just because I don't know anything about it. But if you guys decide to drop a jazz or a rap uh product i i might buy a couple boxes but um what what has been the the uh the reception to this product overall
2: well before we get to this hold the thought on on rap because (laughs) yeah there could be a a, uh some manner of of a rapper hip-hop influence in an upcoming product and i will just keep you i'll give you that teaser but
0: that's what i'm talking about
2: (laughs) Stay tuned. Stay tuned to that. But yeah, country music. Yeah, it's a a really unique uh, standalone product. You know, I think we've uh, we've been talking about it for a while. I think it maybe took a little longer to develop than we would have uh, than we had originally planned. But when you're working with uh, uh, these types of entertainers, it's not like working with athletes that you have great relationships with. You know, you got to build a lot of these relationships from the ground up. Yeah, we. The the I really like the product. It kind of captures a lot of the the uh, the younger stars of, of country music, mm. um, but it also has your uh, blockbusters like Miranda Lambert, uh, like Florida Georgia Line, and both of the individuals from that group, the band Perry, um, Alabama, uh, Big and Rich. I mean, you it's the checklist is is diverse. Um, one of the things a lot of people have said is we need more, you know, Brad Paisley or George Strait. Yeah. It, it isn't that we didn't want those guys or we didn't try to get them. We just didn't get them for this release. And, yeah. But I think now that the product's been out and you're looking at some of the results on the secondary market for a Miranda Lambert Silhouette card that sells for 200 bucks mm-hmm. And, uh... The Bam Perry triple autograph card that sells for almost 200 bucks. So, you know, I think that there is value there. A lot of great parallels. The photography is really nice. The, the product itself is nice and shiny. It's a little bit higher end on the hobby side, where it's 25 bucks a pack, but you're getting an autograph or a memorabilia per pack. And yeah, um, yeah so I think it's a, one of those products that that is going to take some time for for people to adapt to and and for people to come around on. But I think. As long as uh, obviously, a lot of these entertainers are so beloved in their genres by their fan bases, and they don't have trading cards, and we can all understand the universal appeal of a trading card, and we've done it on the sports side for years and years and years and years, and so we're uh, the the sports card collector is attuned to that. But I think we're going to get the the music uh, fan turn them into a music collector with. Rookie cards and memorabilia cards and autograph cards and and just to see the the different types of Player player worn quote-unquote player worn or entertainer worn memorabilia. Mm-hmm. We're used to seeing jersey swatches and number patches and uh, Those types of pieces of memorabilia, but when you see a sequins swatch or a, a denim Jacket or denim jean swatch that's just cool <laughs> yeah. And so I love that aspect of it as well, and I I think it's it could be one of those sleeper type products where, where people aren't um, universally all in at the beginning, but by the time the the product runs its its uh, uh, life, I think you'll see a. a real vibrance
0: around it. Yeah, you know, and that's one thing that I'll give that product is the the uh, unique value to it because, like you said, you know, these these artists don't really have trading cards and really on top of that, they don't have memorabilia cards, you know, so it's definitely interesting to see that come out of a pack of cards, you know, like you said, a Miranda Lambert, you know, Silhouettes card or, or a triple autograph card of, of the band Perry or or whatever, you know, that's, that's what was really cool to watch watch uh as as Chris Olds was breaking the box on Box uh, Busters and uh so so I give you guys that that you know to to come up with a non traditional uh idea like like country music and put it into a product and make it you know uh successful that that sh- goes uh that just shows volume uh of of success from the product development teams over there and you know like I I would like I said I would love to see a John Coltrane card or you know, maybe you know a Miles Davis trumpet relic card or something like that. You know,
2: absolutely, that would be cool. You know, I think that's the that's the kind of opportunities that a product like this uh, uh, presents. And, yeah. and for a guy like me, you know, I like all kinds of music. I'm a big I'm a big hip hop and R and B guy, but my wife's a big country music gal. So a lot of the guys in this set, guys like Tracy Lawrence or or Joe Nichols or Joe Diffie or. Um, Neil McCoy, I mean, guys that a lot of people maybe they're, they're not at the top of mind for a lot of modern uh, country music fans. It's just, it's just like pulling a card of a, of a Hall of Famer that you didn't know about in football or baseball, and you read the card back, and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, or you, you learn more about him, and you, you learn to appreciate him. So, I, you know, I think there's a real uh, future, a bright future not only for this per- made and release of country music, but for future iterations as well. And this is a great, this is a great first step into that, um, into that arena.
0: Final question. I'm going to bring up the industry summit. That's kind of the next big thing here in the hobby. And I'm actually invited to go. Uh, This is my first time to the summit and my first time to Vegas. So that can either be really awesome or really dangerous. I don't know
2: well and, True. and uh, <laughs> well you, you've got to go for no other reason than to see what what penny america is doing with the black box uh, theme this year you, you got to come for that okay. and obviously we we uh, we love the industry summit we love the interaction it provides with with uh, hobby shop owners and distributors and league partners it's a, it is a very uh, important event to us and we 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 do it up big as we do so many of our events, and, and this year will we'll prove no different. I think uh, uh, stay tuned, obviously, for a lot of our details, but, but we're going to do it up big. Uh, we have uh, the, the ultimate case break going on again with GTS distribution, and nice. we should have news um, in that regard in terms of winners, uh, first-time scholarship winners that, that are a direct result of our... Of our ultimate case break with GTS, I think news will come sooner rather than later. There and then we, it wouldn't be an industry summit if we didn't have some kind of major announcement. So of course, stay tuned for that. And um, <laughs> I hope you take advantage of the invitation and you get out to Vegas, and uh, maybe we can do this sitting down in person again.
0: Yeah, or we could do it, you know, on the phone, just yes. kind of you know a couple feet away. <laughs> uh, for the first ever in-person slash phone interview, you know what I mean.
2: I like that. I like that. Before I let I let you go, I- I'd be remiss is as we're talking about new products and we're talking about the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. So th- the thing I love about the Super Bowl is before the game was played, no one really knew much about Malcolm Butler. Of course. Uh, the 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 DB that made the game-clinching interception. Yeah. For New England well, in and the days after that game, obviously everybody knew him. He didn't have any trading cards. Well, yep. he's got he's got two now in the twenty five card uh, Patriot Super Bowl forty nine tribute set that we just received in the office today. But he's also going to have a rookie card in National Treasures uh, wow. football. So that was a change that was made. I think even Sunday night in the hours after his interception, he was added to the checklist. And uh, so another benefit of the Super Bowl was a guy like that will finally have his first NFL trading cards, and that's an exciting, unplanned development.
0: Yeah, and also, it's super exciting because it's in a product like National Treasures, you know, and it would be one thing, you know, to to have your first trading card in a product is just awesome and exciting uh, alone, but to have it in uh, one of the high-end products, one of the most outstanding products in the hobby like National Treasures, that just makes it a little bit more special, you know?
2: No question. If you want to see, if you want to see images of his... First NFL trading cards, we tweeted them out today from the Super Bowl 49 championship set. But first NFL rookie card will be a national treasure. So check out the Knights Lance. Check us out on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. You can see all those things. But, yeah, it's an exciting time. Obviously, we're excited about New York City, and and, uh, we'll get back here and start revving up for the industry summit.
0: Definitely. Well, Tracy, it's always a pleasure to have you on, whether it is in person or on the phone. So uh, next time we'll have you on probably in a month or so or you know, maybe a little sooner to talk about the NBA All-Star game. Obviously, the industry summit going down. And yeah, we'll just have some fun. But thanks again for coming on the show and we'll we'll talk to you later.
2: Hey man, now as always, I appreciate the opportunity. Derek, you guys have a good
0: one. All right. So that wraps it up here for Beckett Radio week of week of February twelfth. I hope you guys are getting ready for Valentine's Day. Uh, you know, get your lady some some trading cards, a box of immaculate, you know, uh, maybe even, you know, I don't know, court kings. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> if, if they're card fans like you all out there, then uh, keep them n- close because that, that definitely is a rarity, and that's pretty awesome uh, to have someone like that be so adamant about the hobby. Uh, but enough of that. I... Got to go, obviously, because it's the end of the show, and I always got to go after the show. But let's give a special thanks to Matt Bible, our gaming and non-sports analyst here at Beckett. Also, the man, Tracy Hackler, for giving us a couple minutes of his time uh, on the phone. I know it's super busy at Panini, obviously, like you said, with the Super Bowl nba all-star game industry summit you know so much stuff going on it's it's great to just get them on the phone for for uh 10 20 minutes uh to talk about the exciting things happening at panini uh and and that good stuff all the giveaway prizes for the one-year anniversary show has been claimed i do have a special edition beckett sports card monthly cover or uh, issue signed by tris stratus Uh, from from a couple months ago the uh the winner was not claimed and uh we'll put it back into the vault and i might give it out for you guys next week or the week after um but i just want to say thank you so much for everyone who listened to the show in 2014 and and who have been listening in 2015 with the past couple shows i've i've been having so much fun justin's been having fun eric's been having fun you know olds is you know chris Olds. Uh, but no he's having fun too we just appreciate it here at Becca Media to, to check us out and tune in to what we have to offer so thanks so much for listening to Becca Radio like I said I am your host Derek Ficken we'll see you guys later have a good one